This is the place to go for anime, manga, comics, video games, all pop culture information. This is the place that you need to be. This program is brought to you by Blacken Studios Entertainment Division. Remember, it's Blacken. Hey everybody, this is Aaron Tile. I'm the host of Stupid Movie Tuesday and Aaron Explains the Universe, and you're listening to The Elijah Bailey Show. Thanks for downloading The Elijah Bailey Show from iTunes or BlackStudios.com. And here's a word from some of the folks that make it possible for you to hear this show for free every Thursday. Hey everybody, Elijah 5000 here. The Buckety and myself, thank you guys so much for supporting the show. But we wanted to make sure that you know where to go to get amazing original pop culture t-shirts. Go to our sponsors at riftapparel.com and at checkout, use promo code Elijah Bailey Show to save 10% on whatever your purchase is. It could be clothing, it could be backpacks, it could be posters, it could be a figurine that they have. Whatever it is, you get the lowest price. So again, promo code Elijah Bailey Show at checkout and save 10%. And three, two, one. That was perfect. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Uh, oh. uh, that's okay. He's there. We go. Great intern. He's doing good with all the instruction. I was like, "Hey, do this." And he's like, "That seems like a lot." <laughs> it's not. He got it. He's a professional. Shout out to Leon. He got hair. Yeah, he he got hair that have, long. He's, he's got, got it. He, Isn't that right, Reese? Hootie Tang hair. Oh yeah. There you go. And as the secret character. <laughs> the secret character. <laughs> How, okay, let's do this. This is Elijah Bailey's show. This is episode 146. This is our video game episode. I don't like that smile. Mm-hmm. I'm Elijah 5000. Sitting all the way on the far side is... Hello, the underscore buckety. Yes, the co-host with the most. And we're going to get into it. Well, let's do it now. We get have a now? special guest, Reese Dodd here. He was on episode 23, Dang. A Society Built on Hemp Seeds, which is one, uh, one of our biggest Did you give us some hemp seed that day? Yeah. I, I did bring some. Okay. Did yeah. you bring anything today? Nah, man, I felt bad, too. Oh, I, wow. I knew I was showing uh, up in the oh, empty-handed. It's, it's That's okay. okay. It's, it's okay. okay. He just likes to make people feel like assholes. And he does it easily. No, because I remember that day. I was like, man, these hemp seeds are cool. And I was like, oh. Because we put like, them in yogurt, like, right after that. Yeah, that's we ate them with yogurt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just got yeah. out like you this. even said something about like, oh, we love it when guests bring gifts. Always bring gifts when we have you on the show. <laughs> we <laughs> didn't say I got nothing. That's it's okay. okay. Well, you, got you, brought, you bought yourself and, and you videos. brought the knowledge. That's right. All right. So I'm good with that. That's more than Elijah bought last night. Okay, so let's get into it. Yes. Hit him. Let's start it off. So guys, every week we it try happens. to do it like a streaming fight uh, battle match between me and Stone. And Elijah has joined in as well, which is great. The more the merrier. Uh, so Friday, Jump Force came out. Uh, all three of us picked up the game. I got home a little late, so I could not. I was just tired, and I, I told them, "Hey guys, I, I'm exhausted. Uh, the game is taking me a little bit longer to download." Yeah, Twenty minutes left. It, pretty. For the it, it was probably like 35. I was like, "I ain't about to make it." I job later. Yeah. So they both acknowledged it and was like, "All right, bet." They streamed for two hours, had a good jolly old time. Next morning, I wake up to online posts, pictures, talking about we had a good time, but fuck Buckety. He's Wait. a hoe. He <laughs> was scared. But no, tonight, no, no, no. he's going to get served ales. That part was true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna pull it up because, you know, if you let him tell the story, like somebody came over and slapped Kai's in I the face. I am the victim. Yes. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> Where's this shit at? Yeah, keep looking for it. So pretty much, uh, I get home. Elijah sends a text around 6-11. Exactly. Uh, I get home at, <laughs> at about 8-11. 6 exactly. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm texting them on the way. 
Uh, me and Stone jumps on. Um, I had to download some stuff on my computer. Uh, Discord. We was. Did you? Did you and Stone chat on Discord? Uh, no. Yeah. So we, oh, well, we did the night before, but not yesterday. Did you, you didn't do it for the stream. Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. So when you chat through Discord, it sounds golden, and everybody okay. can hear each other on the stream. So that's something. Oh, that, yeah, okay. yeah. 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 So that's perfect because we do have a Discord group for this show. Uh, if you go to patreon.com forward slash Elijah Bailey Show, uh, your one dollar a month gets you into our personal Reddit and Discord group. So that's cool. So with that being said, we hit up Elijah, and he's nowhere to be found. Wait a second. Do you want to hear? What was actually said? I mean, I told you. I want to hear it. Okay. Clarification. Yeah, there we go. That's what we need, clarification, because Buck runs wild. So, it said, the stream last night was heated with Jay Stone on Twitch. Stop by tonight as we serve up the buckety. Uh, for missing the game. <laughs> That's it. Serving up the bucket. I, I, well, but you added a couple of expletives in yeah, there. Yeah, you <laughs> felt. That's how I so was feeling. We're going to beat his heard, fucking ass. We heard Richard's yeah. interpretation. Yes. And you heard my emotional interpretation of it. Yeah. It yeah. may not have been word for word, but I was paraphrasing yeah. with my okay. emotions at it. And wait a second. What did y'all send me last night? Everything? Because we were talking oh, I don't know. Yeah, chat. I don't know if you... And, okay, this is the last text that I got. Uh, buh, 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 it makes buh, buh, it bad. Buh. I was just joking about, well, Elijah's scared. He must be asleep. Oh, the chat was going in on you. Like, Jay Stone's, uh, shout out you to Jay Stone, uh, 812. His, uh, we were streaming from his channel last night. Dude. They were talking mad shit. Nam was in there talking shit. All of this shit, I did not get. I didn't know yeah, there was clearly, this many fucking messages. We, no, we like, even this morning. Like, we it stayed didn't show in your me shit because we wanted you to wake up Ooh. and see that shit. Okay, let me go through it. John no, it's too much. It's too much. It's not too much. John Stone says. Tonight, live. The beauty of it is on that... Twitch. No, tonight on Twitch. I won't be able to make it tonight. The beauty uh, of it I'm is that next Saturday is our J-Stone tournament. Jump off. I said J-Stone, sorry. J-Star is what you're trying yeah. to talk Yeah. We, we, we already jump did Force tournament. We're going to repeat what we did at the Soul Calibur tournament. We're going to be live here at Blackest Studios <laughs> about 4, 35 o'clock p.m. Uh, hopefully the tournament get around that time. First one in 10 wins. I got a limited edition Jump Force uh, wall scroll. Bam. And then uh, maybe some other prizes is going to be given out. So uh, a lot of people coming back from the Jump Force or yeah, from, from, from the, the Calibre. previous term. Yeah, yeah uh, Leon's going to be there. He confirmed that yesterday. Um, Reese, if you want to come, you can, man. For sure, man. Uh, Elijah's going to be there. Uh, Monica, I think even Zach is coming. Zach's you know coming Zach, too? No, Zach. Hey. And I'm, I'm trying to get Jessica because she is taking a break from fighters. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yesterday she was... She was she's getting back into like the old Tekken days, so we might have another one. And um, I know Boz and Josh are coming. Yeah. Um, Josh. Myself, Tony. Um, did everybody get the season pass? I did not. Got the roster. Man, I, I just cannot drop additional thirty dollars on top of seventy bucks. Oh, because oh, I was going to get like the ninety nine. They included every. I mean, it's still no. It, it makes it's one of those things that I know. I'm going to regret it. And I'll just have to do what I did with, with Street Fighter. Uh, well, who who do you have on your roster right now? Uh, well, I was, it's a lot of characters. Do you have Asta and Deku? They're not a part of my, they're not okay. part of my group. Okay, um, so all the ones that were featured up until the game drop, you don't have any of those? No, I got everybody. I got Asta, I got Deku, I got uh, Dot. What you bought was when they released DLC. Okay, because I didn't know if they had, I didn't know within those three days if they were going to drop like the first mini one and say prepare from. Because I after the twelfth, I was like, well, I can't get the fucking game. I was waiting to the. I went ahead and pre-ordered it and just picked it up on the fifteenth. Didn't even look at anything else that was coming out for Jump Force. Cause yeah, yeah, no, yeah. So did. whenever they have their first season or their first patch of their first season, you you don't have to pay it. You yeah, just like Spider Man. Yeah, so. Um, but yeah, so let me ask: Who was your favorite character last night? Uh, you'll see Saturday. Okay, 
Okay. Just because you weren't there. Okay. Should have been there. I mean, we have other nights besides Saturday to uh, get on. Uh, 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 Saturday's a tournament. Okay. Okay. It's settled. It is settled. Because I'll be real with you. The only reason I'm, I'm, I'm feeling that way because Jay Stone, he, uh, he, he, he gave me nothing but else. So oh. I have to go in into the that hyperbolic time chamber, and I'll come back Saturday. <laughs> That's okay. Ready to go? Funny. <laughs> ready to take my. And Jason, he felt good too. I was like, "Yeah, feel good, bitch." No, he this does. Is just this is just wait for the tournament. Man, wait till yeah. the wait till it counts. John always feels good, and that's why I told Jessica. I said, "Hey, I said I got more L's tonight than I did W's, but that third L." It was like this much health, and John started to feel it. And then after that, it was like W W. And he's like, "All right, man, I got one more." And I gotta get up early in the morning. I was like, "Dude, I get up like three thirty, man." So, so you were dominating more. tonight. Uh, it was ha- I got it was ha- three ha- losses okay. and then three wins. Okay, so I, I came out even. Yeah, but I'm like, come tournament time. And if you want to see a little bit of us play it today, if you check out the AOS podcast channel and uh, our checkpoint, we're gonna be playing that in Apex. Nice. I played. Uh, I streamed earlier today. Wasn't my best stream. It was a stream. Uh, trying to level up and go through all those training missions. So uh, yes, that of- seems. It's tedious. It's tedious, but it helps out because I noticed from my first mission, like you, whatever level you are, they have level five, level ten, um, and then twenty five. And sometimes you'll see a twenty. So me at my lower levels, like I, just a brand new person, like level eight, level nine, is holding its own against a three uh, team full of level twenty five. Hmm. And when I first got in, that level ten was giving me trouble. I was like, "Yeah, this should be easy for me." When, ooh, I took two L's. Let's re- rematch that. Let's let's run it back one more time because I have to beat this level. <laughs> so they help a little bit, but yeah, good game. Let's start the show. Thanks for downloading That's the Elijah it. Bailey show. That is not it. I got to change that one. <laughs> yeah, that threw me off, too. It's the same, same thing last time. But you hear the music now. I wish our intern would have did that. I made that so much better. But episode 146, I got shit talked at the beginning of the show. Uh, jump Force Jump Off. There's a little bit more you're going to have shit talk to Chef Off. The Jump Force Jump Off is coming next uh, Saturday, February 23rd. And the Elijah Bailey Show will start right now. Interns, I like them interns. He got the curly hair. Leon, don't laugh. It's okay. We got a brand new intern here at Black and Studios, Lalandra. You got you remember Lalandra from the X Men? She had the hair though. She, she had the lie. hair. Sorry, dog. She, she had lie. the fucking hair. But we're Let's sitting here lie. today. We have special guest Reese Dodd coming back on the show. And uh, he brought some gameplay After footage. After 120 episodes. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a minute. <laughs> Finally, Reese. Well, but. Uh, Glad we, you're back. Yeah. We had an amazing talk last time. We're going to have a great talk today. He's going to guide us through the streets of City Skylines. But before that, as you know, it is the month of February. Every episode, uh, first week of the month, we have our comic book episode. Second week is anime. Third week is video games, which is today. And each one of these weeks, we have been breaking down some historic black characters in whatever the uh, respective medium is. Comics, anime, and now video games. So with that being said, let's go ahead and go over to... uh, are some of our videos and some of our video games now. Do you want to start this off, or do you want me to go ahead and hit it and then go I'll, back and forth? You need to start this off. Okay, okay. I'm just. Are you taking no, you're notes? You're fine, dude. Take. Go ahead. No, are you taking notes? Are well, you going to Franklin Clinton? Okay, no, no. From GTA Five, we have Franklin Clinton is the video game character to start this off. I think we have a list of five characters plus a bonus one. Yeah. At the end, uh, if you haven't played Grand Theft Auto Five by Rockstar Games from Rockstar North. The game is... Huge selling game. Oh, yes. One of the biggest. Even though they have 
so many issues. Everybody still loves it. The game is played from either a third person or first person perspective, and its world is navigated on foot by or foot or by vehicle, and that'll come into play later when we talk about City Skylines. Uh, players control one of the three lead protagonists, which is Michael, Trevor, or Franklin. <laughs> now, Tra- Franklin's character was actually based off a real-life person, but Franklin is an up-and-coming gangster. He is a robber, and he is the least bad out of the trio. Yes, he, I'm glad you said that. Yes, he the least bad out of the he's, trio. He's technically trying to get clean. He's a sweet guy. Yeah, yeah he gets taken under the wing of, uh, what was that, Michael? Michael? Wait, I thought it was I, Michael. Michael. Michael... DeSanta, that's what it is. Yeah, okay. the retired gangster. What was the other dude's name? Trevor. Trevor, Trevor Phillips. Trevor. Yeah, I mean, psychopath. Yeah, homie. The homie. It's a fucking psychopath. He is a homie. Uh, if you haven't, uh, what you're watching now is gameplay trailer of uh, GTA Five. But you guys got to get on it if you haven't played. I think the diversity between the group of Michael, who has a family that is kind of sick of him. Yeah, Trevor, who lives out a trailer, but really almost gets whatever he wants into to. Tra- human trafficking he kills people murders people yeah. <laughs> he's that guy he is if you need some, mm. yeah and then Franklin moved out of the hood got a nice house and a dog and a car and gets pulled into this uh, hectic three way I guess yeah, and and devil's three way and one thing I love about this and we can continue on is just the like you said the dynamic differences mm-hmm. but how it felt so real it didn't felt like you know, like fairy tale or like fantasy. No. Like when you went to the hood with Franklin, that felt you, like how your homies would like greet you and say what's up. People walking, the crackheads walking down the street, yeah. dogs just running and, up. And yeah. even in uh, uh, Michael's area, you know, mm-hmm. the the nice picture, perfect style. Yeah. But then inside, you know, wife cheating on you with the yoga instructor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the son stuff. is uh, out of control streamer. Yeah, daughters getting knocked up left and right. Uh, but the game focuses on heist style gameplay, cooperative multiplayer. A lot of multiplayer shit has been coming out lately. Online now is the is, is the, the big, big deal. Yeah, after you complete the story, go online. Uh, hit him up with what's next on the list. Bucky. We got Afro Samurai. We talked to him a little bit about last episode because he was one of our black characters. Uh, Serge, based on the hit anime series Afro Samurai, is a cutting-edge interactive adventure that delivers new kind of cinematic... Gr- I ain't got to read all this. Yeah, just... Yeah. Join the homie <laughs> in one of the most darkest... Which, I'll be real true. The, the video game really wasn't that good to me. It wasn't, it was but it was because trash. it was Afro. It's because it was Afro Samurai. You're like, I gotta play this. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Did you beat it? Yeah, I oh, beat I it. did. Yeah, you, you, you do a good job at gritting your uh, teeth. Yeah. Um, I did not beat it at all. Uh, the game was a game that I would not recommend. Ooh, shit. <laughs> all right. Yes, but the anime itself is. Dumb legit. If you have not seen Afro Samurai, we'll go back in time to last episode. Yeah. You definitely never watched Afro Samurai. That's what I was going to say. Is that why the game failed for you? Just because the show was so great? No. I think they could have did a more intimate um, mirror copy of the actual anime. Oh, okay. Uh, instead of doing like a scan off another game and just and throwing, pasting, it pasting the Afro Samurai oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. to yeah. this world. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah, so I know how you feel. Uh, are we... Let's, are we going to rate these games as we go down? Or no, no? I do okay. that, yeah. I, I just didn't know if you wanted to, because you, there's not a glowing recommendation on that <laughs> yeah, game. Yeah, no, so. I don't know. 
Okay, so next up on the list, we're going to head over to... Uh, this is your game. Yes. Ubisoft Montreal. Ubisoft produced Watch Dogs 2, and our character is Marcus Holloway. Players control Marcus Holloway, a hacker who works with the uh, hacking group DeadSec to take down the city's advanced surveillance system known as CTOS. Uh, there are multiple ways to con- uh, complete missions, and each successful uh, assignment increases the follower count for DeadSec. So... Basically, the better you do, the more popular you are. The more popular you are with people, the more you can persuade everybody's mind to actually see the corruption of the CTOS system and how it spies on your personal life and how the rich can benefit from it and the poor will stay poor. Uh, Marcus Holloway, though, was a very cool character. He was Uh, the main character, too, wasn't he? Yes, he is the main protagonist of the the video game, and his uh, code name used to be Retro due to his love of hip-hop and R&B as well as old-school hacker culture. And he's an avid fan of ancient horror and sci-fi films. And that kind of comes to play in the later half of the game. Um, but he basically meets up with DeadSec after pulling off this heist that goes wrong. And they recruit him. And it's that back and forth, like, you guys need me. But at the same time, I want to figure out what happened and why Aiden Pierce did what he did to lead to the world that we have now. So I, I highly recommend the game because I was going in on that game. Nice gunplay mechanics. Um, I like the way that you can use your phone to stop and shut down multiple things from forklifts to traffic lights to cars to even hack people's bank account to get you money mm. for what you need to do or transfer funds from somebody that's sleeping with his secretary but also blackmailing his boss to cheating on his wife with someone else and it's it's there's a lot there so hmm. no, nah, I, I, I never got to touch it did you play the first one with Aiden Pierce um mm-mm. I, th- I feel like I I think I just lived it through you yeah, yeah I, I, I was you, on you, you're, you're streaming it pretty you're streaming it pretty good on that one yeah uh so yeah I think I just like I remember things but I don't remember you having a controller yeah. <laughs> have you played Reese no, but like Richard was saying there's so many games out there like it's yeah. nice when you have a friend that plays it and you can kind of play that game vicariously through them. yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, next game mm-hmm. is Prototype 2. James? Yeah. Is it Heller? Heller, yeah. Heller. Uh, three years after the events of the first game, U.S. Marine Sergeant James Heller, returning from touring Iraq, realizes his wife and daughter is now declared dead, causing him to rejoin the military. Uh, he fights through them, blah, blah, finding out that the first dude, Alex, was gone crazy. Yeah. And um, do you have James? How did you, you played the first one. Yeah, I played halfway through the first one, and, and I, just, I touched this one, in. and I okay. was like, man, this reminds me why I didn't like... It could that grind? Yeah, the grind. The grind and to the, get the it abilities, looked, and It looked then, like a great game, yeah. and I guess in the past, like Crackdown, I thought I liked the grind, but... Yeah, I don't but know, then you come kinda, to find like a... Because yeah. I'm, I'm not and saying... everybody like, was mad at you, like... Yeah, because they blame you for Alex turning the way he did, but you had nothing to do with it. You were actually fighting it, against yeah. him, and then got transformed and it was a whole bunch of bullshit and I don't mind those worlds where you enter and then like the world slowly starts going against you Yeah, but, but don't give me an open world where 100% of the world 100% of the world is already yeah. banging on me and yeah I got beef yeah cause you already came from that the I am legend scenario your family and everything yeah I just died I went back to the military now I'm getting treated like this well, yeah, yeah. Come on, that bullshit. All right, next on the list is Nadine Ross from Uncharted 4, A Thief's End, uh, brought to us by the legendary Naughty Dog, who is always amazing. Now, uh, Uncharted 4, we didn't think, we thought we were going to get it for a while, and then they kind of laid low. We didn't think we were going to get it, and then we got it, and it's a continuation of Nathan Drake, who is played by, uh, uh, I hate that, yeah. 
My bad. I, I don't, do I owe everybody a beer from my phone or from my computer not going on? Because I've never seen that computer in my life. So <laughs> I'm going to let you pass. You just, you just now bought it up here. So, yeah. you know, Thank you. in the waters. But uh, Nathan Drake, uh, played by Nolan North. Um, Nadine Ross is played by Laura Bailey, who also plays Trunks in Dragon Ball Z, Dragon ah, Ball GT. I did not know that. Yes, and Nadine is one of the only black Looks like characters. like she's down to throw them hands. Hey, she is. She is. Now, if you've never played Uncharted, it's about Nathan taking on the name of Sir Francis Drake. And it has, it's, it's really like a big history type Indiana Jones slash Laura Croft mashup. You're fighting bad guys in the Sahara. You're jumping out of planes. There's a lot of action and adventure. But this story takes part after Nathan has given up the life of a thief and adventurer and has settled down with his journalist wife, Elena. But his brother, who was presumed dead, comes back into his life. So he has to lie to Elena to go back out into the adventuring life to help his brother basically stay alive and not die. Yeah. Uh, uh, this was the game that we actually gave Nick or gave Seven on our uh learning how to game mm-hmm. on the other podcast but yeah I, I never played Uncharted it was always oh. a DeAndre game I just kind of watched her that's kind of like that's what Jessica does she just watched me I don't know why she don't play but uh, Nadine Ross is a former South African mercenary later turned treasure hunter and the former leader of the paramilitary organization Shoreline which was uh, eventually hired by a businessman uh, Rafi who is the main bad guy who is crazy bat shit out of his mind and Nadine is the enforcer of the game so it was cool to see a strong black woman lead a militia but also on her own she could take two three four five guys down <laughs> mm-hmm. and just be whooping their ass so She's Nadine rough. Chick. she is she is she don't take shit she got hit and she had that Della Reese like Oh, this yeah, you want to play hardball. Yeah, I'm, like, like, oh, I'm about to kill you. Exactly. And she said, I'm about to kill you. Oh, and she she's ready, too. Yeah. She had her gun. She's like, I don't have to have you alive for this. And yeah. then Nathan's like, hey, 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 wait a second. <laughs> you know, yeah, get the hands up. All right, next on the list. I was surprised that you threw old Andre. Hey, hey, hey. My boy, Andre Bishop, Bishop. from Fight Night's Champion Edition. Uh, this was one of the last, I feel like, great Fight Night games that EA came out yeah. with. Uh, well, at least for a word of story, because this one was hitting, man. Because previous in the Fight Night games, you just play uh, as a your creative character and you just mm-hmm. build through the ranks. Uh, for some reason, they hired someone that actually wanted to do something with the damn franchise. Yeah. And they created Fight Night Champions, which you are playing as Andre Bishop, uh, who begins his professional career as a talented prospect. However, his dreams of following his father's footsteps and taking a shot at the world title is sure ruined by crooked cops. And what yeah. so what I love about this story is that uh, Reese, have you ever heard of this game? No. Nah. Man, this story is just it's deep because Andre you play as him he's in the, the whatever league of boxing right. is uh, he gets hit up some crooked t- cops get him because you know the uh, that uh, the, the like manager the, mob, yeah. you know, yeah, the manager dude was trying to get Andre mm-hmm. to sign him Andre was like man you crooked yeah. I'm good he got the cops on so he on set him up set him up and he, he has a younger jail. brother to look out for yeah younger yeah. brother to look out for he so goes to jail the story just grabs you he mm-hmm. grabs you because then when he goes to jail the, the, uh, the, the white supremacy in jail tear him up Oh yeah, yeah. They, they didn't hide it. That you knew exactly what they was about. Yeah. They was like, "What you doing here, black boy?" Yeah. <laughs> oh man. And then you know they he, break his knuckle or his knee. Yeah, There's they, something they he had break, to break him, dude. To where yeah. when he finally came out, he looked different. He had the afro, which you can see sometimes in some one of these clips. They had the afro. He looked rough. He was older. His little brother. I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the story is amazing. One of the best games, in my opinion. It was actually in my top 
five of best stories. I think they're the ones that gave uh, Madden the idea to go that route with their story mode mm. and follow a, a uh, character because I think they did the same thing. Another mm-hmm. black college kid going out through the ranks and then being persuaded. It gave you a lot of choices. Well, I say a lot of choices. You get in the four budget choices. The yeah, 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 yeah. But so. yeah, so definitely. Uh, and this was actually free to play uh, just a little bit ago, a couple months ago. Sony finally got to jump on it. So I got one more game in here. Okay. I can't believe you forgot the homie. Leon, did you see it? You see it. My boy CJ. Mm. Yes. Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Yes. Oh, Grove yeah. Street. Oh, green, cool. green. Hot coffee. Yes. <laughs> hey. Mm. Hey. That you was can't shit. forget about the yeah, homie CJ. Yeah, that is true. You can't forget about him. I thought Franklin's, you know, Franklin's, Franklin's cool down, but, but CJ, CJ was a motherfucker. He's like, oh, this block is looking purple. This block is looking yellow. No, it's got to be green. Yeah, CJ green like was, money. CJ was uh, the head or uh, the the main character of the one of the biggest Grand Theft Auto games, Grand mm-hmm. Theft Auto San Andreas, uh, which revolved around a uh, West Coast early nineties. Uh, era, yeah. Uh, you had a lot of images of like uh, NWA mm-hmm. during that time era. The soundtrack was raw. Look the how strip full. scene, yeah. Oh, CJ, look. Oh, oh. you got to go to the gym. You go to oh, the yeah. gym, yeah. work out. You did you play yeah. this game? Did you know one of, the, one of the first times you could like really get in there and, and put in work and customize your character? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, the strip the clothes, clothes were looking nice back hey, then. I had oh, everything. Every shot was out of green clothes, green shoes. Oh, you had to draws, had shorts. To. Oh, I remember even to. Josh. Shout out to him. His room. He actually had a green light bulb. That's how. Oh. In, that's how in tune with oh, wow. that game. Yeah. yeah. And actually, funny story. So this game is actually what kind of sparked uh, Saint Row okay. to start yeah. the production. I can see that. Yes, heavily. But that is it. For our, and I couldn't think of like a quippy name, just like our, our representation in video games. Yeah, uh, yes, paying some homage to these games that are legendary. Even though Black Richard, History Month in gaming, yeah, didn't endorse Afro Samurai. No, we we endorsed he, him on anime. Yeah, don't get it twisted. No, the anime. <laughs> he, but not, he got his passes, <laughs> but not the game. The people who decided to portray his story in that game, they failed uh, him. Yeah, yeah, yes. And right now, we're going to take a pause for the cause. Then when we come back, we're going to go into exclusive gameplay that Reese has brought with him of City Skylines and talk about this world that you've created. Uh, we're expanding in his mind. <laughs> so with that, the Elijah Baylor Show will be right back. Welcome to the adventures of Splacketow, or the AOS Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Buck. And this is Tony. And we are a video game podcast, giving you all the update video game releases that are coming out that you need to know, and the video game news that we want you to know. Follow us on Facebook, Black and Gaming Network, and Twitter and Instagram at Black and Gaming. And you can also find this podcast on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, by searching the AOS Podcast. Hey, this is your boy Frog. I'm here with Chris, Justin, and Philip, and we host Turn on the Game, the podcast. The show consists of four men commentating on the sports world. His strictly opinion shows as if you were sitting on the couch watching a game with your boys. And you can follow us on Twitter at Turn on the underscore game. You can hit us up on our Facebook page at Turn on the Game, and you can even follow us on Instagram at Turn on the Game. Or you can listen to us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher by searching Turn on the Game. You can email us at Turn on the Game, the number four at gmail.com Turn on the Game is sponsored by Blackened Studios Oklahoma City's premier podcasting studio Turn on
And we are back to the show. I told you he's smooth. He is. I told you he's smooth. Smooth as lumpy oatmeal over there. Mm. No, it's just oh, butter. He's okay. going it's like smoothly. This is why I need the the, the partnership. It feels this better. is what you. Yeah, this it does. is what I get. Yeah, it does. So I was when worried. About, not there, I'd be like, no, <laughs> I got to do all this shit myself. <laughs> Leonidas, <laughs> don't do it. Don't scream out. Were you here that episode? I kept doing that. Was this on this, that show? I kept screaming out Robles' name. No. You was sure? it? I think it was. It was. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was. Sorry. It was. Uh, no, he's, the, I'm just used to it now. Uh, go ahead and let's go over and pull up some of the uh, game. Well, actually, Reese, go ahead and explain what City Skylines is first. And I guess you can. Go, can you go ahead and pull up the first trailer while you're? Or do we need uh, to wait? Yeah, let's spit about it a little bit okay. and then we'll shoot over the video. But City Skylines is a uh, city building game. Um, there's a ton of them out there, but one of the coolest things about City Skylines is that. It has a really big uh, community that loves to mod uh, and make the game even more free and open and access. Uh, I remember when I was looking at some city building games, some of them were a little limited in what you could build. You had to build within the lines of the game. And don't get me wrong, there's definitely some engine mechanics that you and some uh, some game theory that you have to understand and, and build within. But the the modding community specifically, but even the game itself just opens up. It's almost like a sandbox style yeah. building game. See, that's cool. What were you going to say? No, I, I actually just, I play. I was trying to get into, I like those type of games. Mm-hmm. You got to build stuff like that. And uh, I was, I'm, I'm kind of cheating because I'm looking at the picture that we're about to show yeah. a little bit. You built that? Uh, that's that's what I've been working on. Damn. For like, but it's been like an eight-month process. Dude, I barely was able to make a fucking cul-de-sac. Well, and and so here's the deal. Like, uh, you know, we were, I was on the show three years ago. Uh, we were talking about trying to... Uh, Create a society. Yeah, create a society. And uh, at the time, I was looking for an artist to maybe help me draw out the society. And I had been doing some things on some 3D modeling softwares, trying to draw it out myself. And uh, I'm very, very fortunate that I never got any of that to take hold. Because if it was just a picture, it'd be non-moving, non-interactive. It would just be a setting. Um, But this game... Uh, I found uh, and and decided that it would actually be perfect for building the way I wanted to build. And so, you know, you're talking about barely being able to get started. Um, A lot of people start the way the game wants you to start. But, like, I had already planned this out for years ahead of time when I found the game. So when I jumped into the game, I started building the way I wanted to or at least tried to. I failed so many times. But still, it was just like... You're not. You didn't go into it to play this video game. You went in this like this video game is going to be the platform yes. that I'm going to use yeah. to yes. portray my story. Yes. And so, um, what I really had to do is like with those first couple failures is, is learn the game mechanics of of what was going to operate and actually it transformed the way I I viewed this setting for the stories that I wanted to write. So hmm. uh, it actually forced some things upon me that were beneficial that I didn't even know existed. So, uh, so, so I'm happy about some, that. So you got hit with some. And so let's do this first. Go ahead and just describe the, the premise of just this, uh, what the, not society, but what cityscape, or uh, what is it called? City, city Skyline. skyline. City, yeah, city yeah. Skyline. Just, just go and give the, the listeners a quick brief breakdown of what that game is, I guess. Uh, well, you're trying to relate um, residential, commercial, uh, and industrial businesses uh, into, you know, uh, a society that can sustain itself and you got to have services like education and fire uh trash 
And so all so it goes the, that in depth. Oh yeah, it goes mm. that in depth. There's yeah. there's lots of uh, things that have to be accounted for, and and you got to have uh, death care services when your population mm. gets old and dies. I didn't even realize it and got so, that far. Oh yeah. Mm. And so there's this thing on the game called a death wave where if you have too many people dying all off at once because they all moved in at the same time and you don't have the right uh, death care set up for it, then eventually, like, the citizens will just move out of the city because there's, like, a dead person in their building and they don't want to yeah. live there anymore. What? So then, like, it compounds the death wave because now you got people moving out. That's um, actually hella dope. So it took me several generations of building uh, this city and, and finding the way to, to harmonize it to where... Uh, I, my city actually fluctuates like a hundred thousand people. It'll go from like three hundred thousand down to two hundred thousand. And in previous versions of the city, that would break the city. It would people would move out, buildings become abandoned. Everybody would try to move in, and it would just it just crash. So I've, the the city that we're going to look at today has been running for like over four hundred hours, and wow. an hour gives you about a year in the game. Uh, so it's like four hundred years, but Damn. but it it is it hasn't broken uh, due to um, the, the constructs of the game like services and stuff like that okay okay so what's so cool about your uh, uh, do you want to switch to the to the scene yet or yeah we can alright go ahead and click us in real quickly on so while you're doing that so what what is your society what was well the, people, yeah, the what last was time the last time we were here we talked a lot about uh, harmony we talked about uh, what what would it take for for everybody to go from the many to the one uh, and, and, and obviously we got to have a society that is uh, uh, equal yeah. we got to have it, a society that is sustainable um, but unfortunately it's hard to talk about equality and it's hard to talk about sustainability uh, without a little bit of morality as well and so if you're talking about bringing everybody to the same table to the, to the same race then, then you got to have some morality there and that's that's where we kind of have it backwards. We start with morality. Yeah. And then we never get to equality and we never get to sustainable. And so, I mean, in reality, you need a society that has all three. Uh, it, if, if we're going to give you <clears throat> some something that's sustainable, it needs to be equal for everybody. So, and if we're going to give somebody, if we're going to bring equality to the table, it needs to be everlasting. So it has to be sustainable, right? Mm -hmm. um, but if, if we start at morality, then, you know, what happens in our current aspect of society is we get into divisions yeah hardcore. We, got, we got the left and the right deciding what they think is moral we got the group a and group b deciding what they think is moral and we never really get there so i kind of wanted to build a city that starts off with uh equality and does it in a very sustainable way and then maybe after we've join the table at those levels we could get to a talk about morality but it's very hard to talk about morality when you don't have equality yeah, yeah. and it's very right. hard to talk about morality and equality when you don't have sustainability so yeah. producing something that is is lasting i think is is very important and and lastingly uh equal uh is even more important and then lastingly equal from a moral standpoint is probably the yeah. best way we yeah. go so let so. me ask, so so how in depth was this game at like, did it give you that a hundred percent, like close to a hundred percent of like, boom, this game is what I was looking for? Yeah, uh, I, you know, I just kind of been browsing around at different software programs, and I'd been trying to like do some of my own artwork or, or find a freelance artist, and I didn't put a whole lot of effort into, it, but I, I tried to do it on the side, just like I ended up doing this game on the side. Um, but when I found this game and I saw what it could do, I was like, yep, this is it. This this does not put the rules on 
uh, what uh, I think would would work. Yeah, I know one of the uh, interesting like when I called you or you called her, have we set it up? Uh, you're telling me the game is based off of traffic systems, but you got rid of all that <laughs> yeah. in the game. Well, okay, so let's start with what we're looking at right here. So this is the uh, city center. Uh, this is the educational rings. These are like the first five rings of the mm-hmm. city. Uh, it is a concentric circle city that's rings that build on to uh, bigger rings. Yeah. But uh, in the educational center, the reason I always want to start there, you know, as a teacher... Um, since we're going to talk about morality and equality, sometimes it's hard for adults to to get on the same page with other adults about what is equal, what is sustainable, what is moral. But when it comes to children, we have no issue with that. So, you know, as a teacher, I find a lot of value in uh, education. And so starting with the educational rings. So that's what's in the middle? Yeah, that's what's in the, that's what these uh, beginning, the very, very center is uh, uh, some some athletic facilities that's backed up by some playgrounds and some outdoor like parks and eating facilities. Okay. Then we move into the elementary school ring and they have a lot of open space and some field access. Uh, and then we move into the university ring. That this uh, right here? Yeah. Okay. And then, uh, and then on the on the very far outside, you have the high schools uh, backed up by the athletic and uh, leisure activity ring. So, basically, this is one of the things that the game forced on me. Is at first I had the schools separate, uh, like out in the neighborhoods, just like we have them now. Yeah. But the way the game works is they would take one kid from like the other side of the map and make him go all the way across the map to an elementary school, like nine <laughs> miles away. Wow. And even though he yeah. was riding his bike and taking public transport and get there just fine, I was like, that's not really fair. We wouldn't do that in our, you know, normal society. You go to yeah, your we'll elementary school right where you live. Day. But uh, what I decided was, like, if we put it in the center, then they all just go to the center. Um, mm-hmm. Instead of having some sort of uh, skyline-style city center with tall buildings and businesses, um, the center rings are actually the most accessible walking and biking because they're the smallest. And so I wanted to make it to where all of the uh, students could just hop on a metro and go inwards and then you know if they got off the metro out here in the by the baseball field or whatever it's literally a 200 yard walk to Mm -hmm. to school uh, instead of having to worry about some sort of transport Hmm. and so i try to create a really balanced (laughs) well the game like i said the game forced this upon me this is not the way i originally built but uh Due to the way it was sending kids over, it worked within the so game. So let me ask you this: So, like you say, it was sending kids over. Was there other schools that the game was forcing? Oh them God, there's literally be a school right next to their house, and they would go nine miles away to oh, the yeah. other school because it tries, <laughs> tries to just balance. You got 15 elementary schools, you got you know 200 kids in each school. It's going to balance you know okay. that 200. It's, like, sh- it's not going like you're closest, you're close so you go there. So okay, but you know when the, you did it this way, did it make you like think like you know what? That actually might be better because, you know, we have we have our own, like, Oklahoma City uh, school districts. You know, it, it used to be the the up-and-coming school district, you know, 60 years ago when the city was really <laughs> dense. <laughs> yeah. But as the suburbs built up around it, uh, people started moving out to the suburbs and filling those schools in. And that ended up leaving, you know, the city school districts uh, decrepit and underfunded. Yeah. Um, but people still live there. Yeah. And nobody from the south side is getting to transfer up to an Edmond school. Yeah, no. But unfortunately, like, every student deserves to be in a top-tier, highly, you know, funded educational facility. Uh, so maybe doing it locally is, is not the best way because then you get local bias. Yeah. Um, and, and, and what you have with the city center is um, everybody's going to be taking care of those schools 
the most because it's where everybody goes. Yeah. Um, and you can literally transfer between schools with no issue because they're right next to each other. That makes sense. So oh. it's just more about balancing, and then and then funding would be also more balanced. Yeah, it'd be a hell lot more balanced because all the funding is going to the center city. So this this educational r- ring we're looking at is about a square mile. Um, the city itself is only about four square miles. So if, if you were imagining maybe where we grew up in Edmond, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's from like uh, Santa Fe to Bryant. Mm. Okay. Uh, so and you got then the whole... 33rd to Danforth. Okay. So it's only a yeah. small chunk of Edmond. But you got all those schools there. You got... But we also got 300,000 people there. So that's yeah. like adding Yukon and Mustang and Moore and Midwest City all to Edmond in one little four-square-mile chunk. So it would be some challenges than that. Right. And so, I mean, obviously we couldn't force everything into the uh, educational center. So we're going to switch over to another video that is going to start in the educational center, but then maybe show how we uh, we continue to provide this uh, equality through our public transport system. All right. And there go the other video. Thanks, Leon. Look at that. Getting the props yeah, today. There you go. Make them rain on them. If we do it rain. enough, you might go watch Yu Hakusho all the way through. You never mm, know. Mm. He was there to watch that bullshit Hunter x Hunter, and I said it. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I like the anime, but we'll talk about that another day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there's a there's a ad clip going here right quick. But so what were we about to go see? Uh, so how do you provide uh, equality? Um, I think it starts with access, uh, mm-hmm. and, and transport is a big version of our access. Even if we go back to like hunter gatherer days, you got to follow the the herd, right? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. transport. You got to go gather out in the the fields in the forest. That's transport, and that's you know personal transport. But even in our current society, how do you get groceries? How do you get groceries back to your house? Transport. Yeah. Yeah. How do you get to school? How do you get to work? Transport. How do you go get some electronics from your favorite <laughs> electronics store? I won't name. Uh, <laughs> you got you got to have transport, and so um, I think when we talk about equality, we're talking about equality of access. Hmm. Um, and, and access uh, is, is largely supported by transport. And okay. so what we're, we're going to zoom in right here on the transport system of the, uh, the city. And uh, what I have are concentric rings of, of trams uh, uh, that, that are dissected by these almost light rail style metros. Mm-hmm. And the metros feed you in and out of the city real quick. So you can get to the closest ring or the furthest ring. Just like boom, five boom, stops. Boom, boom. Okay. Whereas the purple, the trams themselves, will take you through the neighborhoods. They'll take you around to the different amenities. Mm. And whether you're 8 years old or 80 years old or maybe if you're blind or maybe if you're intoxicated, mm. you don't have to worry about transport because it's all automated. And so you can take a series of uh, you know, walking yourself to a tram, a tram over to a metro, a metro gets you out of the city. Uh, and then, or into the city, and then you can find another tram. And so that's why, like, very little people use cars in my cities because they'll they'll literally bike from their house to a metro, take the metro out, catch a tram, and then from the tram stop, bike the rest of their way or walk. So let me ask you this: I know we just passed uh, all pretty much a lot of the rings. We'll in come the city. back to it. Okay, cool, 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 cool. So, Continue. and then on the very far outside, we have the business district. That's where we have all of our like software technologies, VR, AR. Um, stuff like that that's, that supports the city and the educational system. Uh, on the very outside in the red, what you see is a monorail, mm-hmm. and it's almost like a, a fast train 
So the tram ring that you see that butts up to the monorail, it has like 32 stops, but the monorail itself only has 16. So a little faster travel, higher capacity travel that for the business sector. The, mm-hmm. okay. Travels around the whole outside if you just want to get to, like the other side of the city real quick in eight stops. It'll take mm. you like 10 minutes. Um, mm. But uh, we're going to zoom out even further and see the, the whole structure. I mean, there's public transport everywhere. Uh, and on the very far outside, you see some uh, train stations and an airport. That's how people get into the city, but the trains don't go in. You take the metro and, and so on yeah. and so forth. Um, so the reason I ended up building like this was was to provide equal access for everybody, no matter what their abilities, yeah. no matter... Uh, what side of the city you live on. No yeah. matter what side of the city you live on, uh, you have access to... Um, yeah. Oh, wow. Is that all of them getting That's some there? people mm-hmm. moving. Yeah, there's a big influx of uh, people right here. I think like 2,000 people were moving into the city. So some of them were choosing to come in on these train stations. And literally, you walk from the train station over to the train, uh, the metro station and get on from there. Yeah. That's so fun. But no, so the craziest, thing, <laughs> the craziest crazy thing about my city is I had a tourist drive into my city. He used like a park or something like that. And then he hopped on a tram, hopped on the metro, went out to the airport, flew back to his city, left his car in my city. <laughs> oh, wow. So they, yeah. they, they, they tell you stuff like that? No, you just you can, like, follow each individual sim. If you click on a sim, like, they have a name, tells you where they live, tells you what they're doing, where they're going, Dang. stuff like that. So I just happened to click on this dude, and I was like, what's this dude doing? He hopped wow. on a tram, and I'm like, all right, you just going to another tourist place? You left your car behind? No, you got on an airplane and went home. <laughs> Interesting. Um <laughs> So, I mean, you know, if we built cities like this across the Midwest with trains and airplanes, they would just link up to each other, and then the city would be self-serving with the public transport inside. So, I think living-wise, equality uh, comes from equality of access. So, here we've already seen you got equal access to education all over the city. you got equal access to transport. Uh, From here, we're going to kind of zoom out on the city and look at, like, some commercial rings, um, some residential rings, um, and, and every street is designed to be almost like a neighborhood-style road, whether it's two lanes or six lanes with public transport. There's virtually nobody driving on it. The The trams come by, like, once a minute. You know, you're only one minute away from having a tram. That's the other cool thing about the public transport is that a stop. You never have to wait 40 minutes for your next ride. Like, they're a minute away. Hmm. And that's what really makes public transport you know, accessible as having private cars is that it's a minute away. Um, but what, regardless, uh, how, however big the road is, we wanted to have so little traffic on it that it was easily walkable. So, I mean, a lot of the, the city design I use is, uh, links back to new urbanism, uh, which is all about walkable, livable, smart, green, healthy cities where people aren't living on top of each other, they're not living on top of trash and toxicity, Uh, they have high access to to walking and cycling, but they also have high access to public transport so that they wouldn't need the the privatization of of owning their own vehicle, which can Mm -hmm. be extremely costly, and it can also be uh, sometimes a nuisance. You know, your car breaks down, you don't get to work, you could lose out. here I'm, I'm kind of showing off a little uh, leisure loop ring. This is this will be the last video we end up playing. I just follow a tram all the way around for when we can just chat it up. But uh, you can't pack everything into the educational center, so needed definitely some more gymnasiums, some pools. You see an Australian style football field, uh, cricket <laughs> courts or cricket fields, uh, all sorts of accessible amenities. This is more of like a family centered 
loop. One has a bike path. One has like a, a cross-country style uh, mountain bike and horse trail. There's even some horse stables there. You can go out there and rent a horse. Then you got the business loop, and then you even see the business loop has some of their own fields and stuff for mm-hmm. adult-style uh, okay. activities. And, and so there's definitely a lot of uh, activity in the city and, and giving people access to uh, whether it's basketball courts or swimming pools or treks, they can get out and, and live an active lifestyle. But you know, these are just these That's are all based on things yeah, that we already crazy. do. Wow! Yeah. Wow! That is uh, <laughs> that's a, a lot. lot. Yeah, but it's cool though because you're actually like I was. Leon, you want to pause that for a second? I was thinking at the beginning, like, why don't we just have like our government play? Like, go through here and actually take the steps to build up a functioning. So, oh, well, you know, maybe... Yeah, there's a lot of reason why they wouldn't want to, though. Uh, yeah, I know. There's too, there's too much There's too much equality. There's too much... <laughs> yeah. Not even with race. There's no, too just much like, equal money. Yeah. Too many benefits yeah, to the society as well. Yeah, like, I can't become superior lazy. or richer yeah. in a society... Like, like this. this. Well, I probably could still, because you're going to still need, I guess, even in but the then no, 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 no. But at our level, uh, the more it is, it has equality. Uh, yeah. Like in, at these levels, uh, what we get is more freedom as, yeah. as individuals. Self-efficacy. Um, yeah. For being able to do the things that you have, like there's time constraints on now or or uh, work constraints, vehicle constraints, whatever it is, you can't express yourself and do what you want to do because of those. Or those might be excuses. I mean, it, it just depends well, on the person. But even think like my, my nephew, who's who's 10, um, for the last decade, to, for him to get to his grandparents' house, he's got to have some adult drive mm-hmm. him, mm-hmm. drop him off, maybe go off and do their own thing, drive back, pick him up, take him home. So four trips just to, to see your grandparents. Yeah. Whereas... And once he got to a certain age of riding his bike and walking and knew the system, and be like, "Hey, go take two stops to Grandma's house." Yeah, and, seriously. Like, even and, from my way on to work, you know, I would mm-hmm. just take a bike right or yeah. walk away, and my car would be just chilling there for like long trips outside of the city. Pretty much, I would just simply walk over or take a bike to the to the Transam, then jump on the train and shoot over here. Well, and that's what that's what new urbanism really tries to to get at is giving people the opportunity to be able to leave their house and not have to worry about pi- private uh, vehicle ownership, but be able to walk, bike, or take public transport literally everywhere. Save so much money. Yeah. Think about, yeah. like, not having that uh, car payment so for, like, 10, 15 years. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about that this morning. So let me ask you this, Reese. Uh, so uh, it's kind of going to the game and also from just how you were telling about, about the tourists. Does this show crime? Uh, yeah. I mean, you definitely have to have uh, fire, health like ambulances and police um crime is very very low in this city uh and i don't i haven't really learned what affects crime to go at higher rates but i think it's it's literally the way the game mechanics roll it is the if you have police stations down there's less crime yeah so if there's like one of the train stations out on the edge and, and nobody's patrolling out there like crime will just build up because it's a service yeah but uh it it doesn't necessarily take in like you got to 25% unemployment, like the crime rate's higher. I think it's all about balancing those services. The need. Yeah. Yeah. Have you you had any, like, I'm also trying to figure out how in-depth is this game going. 
because uh, he threw me off with the whole education and trash yeah. all that stuff. So. <laughs> oh yeah. So in reality, I don't know how much. I don't even know if there'd be that much crime in a city like this. Like ninety nine percent, ninety nine point nine nine percent of the population is educated. Uh, you get to see elementary, high school, and university, and they're all at 99 or 100 percent. Wow! Um, and so, and but even like a highly educated person is just cool, like working at the grocery store, just like hey, because I'm he only happy. puts in a couple hours, and then he goes out and he plays, yeah. you know, soccer, and then he goes out and swims a little bit, and he plays some basketball, and he goes home and hangs out with his family. So, and you're able to see all that too. Uh, yeah, you can watch him walk around the city. Nice! Wow! I think I'll be happy too. Yeah, you'd have to be. I mean, because. Again, uh, you think about going to eight hour job, and you're there. You might it might not even be what your degree is for. It might not be something that you want to do. And then also the other people around you, if they're not happy or their need their needs aren't met, that's going to create like negative tension, yeah, negative yeah. environment. So with this system, the I mean the equality across the board for access to everything eliminates m- most of that. There there's going to be personal things in your life that you're not happy with, but. Uh, for the most part, your transportation, your yeah, job, all, all that all stuff. Yeah, all the harsh stuff. This, yeah. this city seems like it takes care of it for yep. you. Takes the edge off uh, of life. So what's the next step? <laughs> well, another thing with uh, with building a city like this is you want to talk about sustainability. You know, you don't want to build something like this and, and feed everybody for a mm-hmm. day and then have it crumble apart or, mm-hmm. or be uh, toxic to them. So um, definitely trying to, trying to build it in a way. And, Leon, you can go ahead and hit play on it now. Uh, a way for us to to make it more sustainable. Uh, City Skylines has a lot of DLC content, and mm. one of the DLCs is uh, Green Cities, where you have these. You can see them on the screen right now. You have these buildings with solar panels. They also have plants running down the sides, so they're. Yeah, I know. So it has some like a uh, ancient world wonder. <laughs> well, no, no, no. It's just it's plants growing on the side of a 25-story residential building, but like that's efficiently like cleaning the air, the air yeah. just as the building exists. So later we'll look at like a shot off of one of the balconies to see what it looks like. But you know, all the all the buildings have solar panels from the commerce, like a grocery store, to the even the pools. Um, and so what you see right here is the electrical base of the city. It's it's like one giant battery. Um, each of the buildings has, has solar power that uh, generates uh, energy that they store in batteries down in, in the basement. And then those batteries feed into this Tesla Gigafactory out here, which has shown some success out in Australia to be able to supplement an electrical system. Hmm. And then even next to the uh, uh, Gigafactory, we have some other forms of electricity right here. You can show off some, some wind power turbines hmm. uh, out in the, the water system of the city. But uh, this little factory right next to the Gigafactory is a hemp biofuels mm, and biomass uh, energy <laughs> factory. Those are all the trash uh, dumps, um, facilities. They actually they turn the uh, trash in the city back into energy and uh, don't have any kind of uh, toxic waste coming out of them. So uh, a little futuristic there, but... They, this, is, uh, this is an anime show waiting to happen right here, dude. So that's the hemp biofuel and uh, biomass energy producer. So they can actually back up the Gigafactory batteries when the city's running low. But here we see some office buildings. You see the the uh, solar panels even on yeah. top of them. Um, so everything in the city is, is gathering its own electricity, and then it's storing its own electricity. So it's feeding it back into the system, feeding it to its neighbors if they're low. And then if the city itself is at 100%, it's putting it in that Gigafactory uh, to be able to hold it for even more storage. So, 
what, what you kind of have is a, an alternative uh, energy sufficient city. And so there we get closer to sustainability. Yeah. Uh, so we don't have a whole lot of uh, toxicity from, from car fumes. And then we also have very clean energy in the uh, solar wind style of the city. Uh, so you get a little bit closer to something that could last two, three, four hundred years as long as the technology persists. You say, what, so this city has been lasting for almost four hundred years. Four hundred years, yeah, as mm-hmm. well. But, you know, game time in this game is a little bit skewed. This is a little close-up version of the uh, re- uh, commercial area. These are cafes and, and fruit stands and open uh, or uh, food course, markets um, right next to tennis courts and, and, and pools. So you can do a little basketball and then get your groceries and hit the metro and get home. Mm. <laughs> that would be nice. Yeah. Is that one of the, is that like a Mercy? That's one of the grocery stores. Oh, okay. But then you also see like the food stands out to the side. And I see so, plants and gardens on top of a lot. Oh, yeah, you can, you can eat some food up on top of your favorite little uh, convenience store. Yeah, so yeah, how, how in-depth does the DLC go? Uh, you know, the DLCs... Uh, pretty extreme. Well, the DLCs, you know, completely morph these residential buildings. Um, but uh, some of the other DLCs uh, are for, like, nighttime or wintertime. Oh, okay. uh, but, like, I had to get some of the DLCs just to have a road like this. Uh, mm. This road with bike lanes, all those green are bike lanes. Mm. The red is where the, the trams run, and that's where also, like, the police and, and fire engines will use those roads. So then there's four lanes at the very Which center. Makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, but there's four lanes at the very center that... Uh, for your actual cars. For stuff. actual cars. And since yeah. they're so low, then... And yeah, traffic exactly. is constantly you can flowing. Do a two-way street. Yeah. yeah, none of the intersections have like stoplights or stop signs. It's all just free flow. Uh, and so I was telling Elijah that part of the game is built on traffic, and one of the things that people try to hit traffic-wise is the, like, you know, eighty to ninety percent traffic flow. Yeah. Um, but if you got a bunch of delivery trucks, you got a pump, bunch of people driving cars and stuff, that's mm-hmm. going to obviously clog your city streets. Pedestrians and bicyclists don't really affect the traffic flow. Like the more of them there are, the less traffic you have. So yeah. this this city sits anywhere from like eighty five to eighty nine percent traffic flow. So it's never stopped. It's constantly moving. So let me ask you this: Could I pick up this game and build a city similar to this, and will it succeed? In the I new could game? teach you how. Okay. Hmm. He's a teacher, man. Come on. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why I didn't argue. I was like, I know you could, Reese. I know you could. But one of the things about these uh, these public transport style roads, and and you see it on the left there, next mm-hmm. to our uh, our off uh, country or cross country style loop. There's a horse barn. Hmm. Um, but you see you see green bike lane, uh, sidewalk, and then you see parking. And then you see public transport. So your pedestrians, your walkers, your bicyclists are completely insulated from those car traffic. So you don't have to worry about accidents. No. Mm-hmm. If, if, if someone's driving their car and they have a heart attack and they drift towards the pedestrian lane, like they have a whole row of parking that they're going to run into first. And yeah. there might be, you know, a tram running with nobody on it or whatever. Also there, <laughs> like hits the tram. Yeah. Nobody's on it. So hopefully, you know, that's safe. But you have several layers of, of protection before you ever get to the cyclists and, and bicyclers. Uh, I'm and, like, how much money we need to yeah. start? <laughs> <laughs> well, and so that's the last thing is, is it, look, look on these little circles. This is between the residentials. When I first built this, I had the residentials stacked on top of each other the way we normally build them, but mm-hmm. it just looked like concrete, jungle and so i really wanted to build an open air uh city that you know you come out of your residential building you have 
200 feet of grass access before you even hit the next row of residential buildings. So you can come out there and, like, play catch with your kid. Yeah. You could have a nice little afternoon, like, just hanging out outside. You could hold a Little League practice. Um, you don't even need access to all the amenities. You have a, just lots of open space. You can walk your dogs since yeah. you got those dogs you yeah. like to walk. <laughs> uh, so, um, anyways... That's what, that was actually what I was thinking. I was like, yeah, I just let the boys out and just oh, run. There's dog parks. There's cat parks. There's Pokemon courts. <laughs> I got... I try to he give it, about it. I yeah, try everything. To, well, I, I, try to, I try to incorporate everyone. What well, was probably one of the most difficult things you, where you ran into? Um, trying to figure out how to make the city work. Like, I already knew how I wanted to build, um, but within the game mechanics, you know, it, and it's showing me things. Like, I didn't really like how that kid had to go all, all the way across the city to go to school. Yeah. So I needed to change that. Um, I didn't like how uh, industries like put so many cars on the road. So I had to figure out, uh, oh, office space actually is the same as industry. It'll fulfill the same need. And office space needs very little traffic at all. Uh, and they actually make some of their own products and stuff if you do like smart IT style buildings. Mm-hmm. So this is a view from one of like the 14th story balconies that someone lives in. Notice that it, they're not just looking at a wall. Yeah. Uh, you know, I live in a, in a single uh, resident uh house in the suburbs but my neighbor is literally like four feet away i look at a wall out my window (laughs) these people are getting you know thousands of feet of uninterrupted views and some of the buildings they're looking at are are green buildings that are are just beautiful to look at you see on the top you got like little parks and gardens on the on the rooftop will take you to one of these higher ones uh but you can actually you know go up and have a high-rise style meal with your family up on the roof and just look out over the city and see people playing soccer down below or uh, you know, whatever. Hmm. Yeah. Elijah, would you live there? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. That's super. Like, you get to, I'd probably bike everywhere, like Jim Halpert. That was his dream to yeah. bike. And it's just so much open space. It's the, the reciprocity for the city and then the people that actually live there. It's, it's amazing. Uh, crime rate is low. Uh, no pollutants. Self sufficient <laughs> with energy. You don't have What's to. What's the name of it? Hempfield. Hempfield. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yep, yeah. That's well, the name uh, of this because, episode. <laughs> you know, you asked how much uh, how much would it cost infrastructure-wise to build something like this. What you'll notice is the, the land area is completely flat. So uh, I would imagine us building a city like this, uh, you know, out by Watonga, like yeah. just where the farm fields are at. Mm-hmm. Where, But infrastructure is cheaper out there. You're not building bridges. You're not building tunnels. Um, you're able to lay down tons of flat concrete and, and inf- infrastructure underneath the roads. You're able to build roads super flat and super easy. Uh, the public transport systems really need that as well. I don't know if you guys have been downtown OKC and ridden on our streetcar. But, I have uh, not yet. How is it? No. Well, anytime you take a curve, it slows down to about half a mile an hour. Uh. Uh, and anytime it comes to an intersection, it has to come to a stop. So, um, you know, I think we went six miles in about forty-five minutes, mm. and, and, and that's still not some hurdles. Yeah, it's not something you can really rely on. Yeah, but if a if a tram or or a subway is is a minute away, then even if you get to the stop when the last one left, you're waiting one minute. Mm. You know, and then since it's only spending a minute at the stop or whatever, five stops is only five minutes. Uh, so Makes straight, sense. even though it's circles, they're all straight lines. Yeah, and so the wheels uh, with the trams, the the wheels of the city move like straight lines and so mm. very uninterrupted not having to slow down and make sharp turns hmm. the word we're looking for kids is efficient efficient yes. there Thank we go you. Yes. that is the word that of the super. year uh and just because we're running out of time uh what was the third video that you had 
Oh, man, it was just a, a background video for us to just play oh, okay. while we... I figured uh, we'd be talking about some stuff like we've already talked about. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'll just throw that up there for it to just... It was just going around the leisure loop showing you uh, all the all the accessibility, the aquatic centers and indoor soccer fields and, and stuff like that. And where can people find you actually playing City Skylines? Uh, on Twitch, I'm under Reese's Pieces for you. Uh, I also post on the City Skylines Reddit page under RP Dodd. Um, so, I don't know. I haven't really started streaming. I'm more just like make videos. Uh, mm-hmm. And and you see that even just sitting here having a conversation, it's not something. Most people are streaming this game like showing themselves build. Yeah. My city's already built. Like I just yeah. want to sit back and answer questions and like yeah. explore it with you. That's what that there's. I, I, I think I think there's a, I think there's a, a market for that. For that. Yeah. yeah, I think there's a community for that because I think I will, you know, just like today we was asking you questions about different things that was going on. But um, yes, Reese, thank you. Dude, yeah, yeah. And, and what we'll do, we'll take another pause for the cause and come back and hit you guys with anime and manga of the month. And then remember, in the description for the show, whether it's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbeam, that's where you can click those hyperlinks and they'll take you directly. So all of your information will be in those notes. So you can go to his Twitch page and start to follow. And then also, if they want to join the Reddit group and then have a conversation or ask questions, they can. Or just follow you in general if you want to put the rest of your uh, social media Oh yeah, yeah I'll, I'll, uh, I'll end up putting that out there. There's, I mean, there's also a couple other communities like transport oriented design, mm-hmm. uh, new urbanism. There's people that are looking at the efficiency of how we build cities and stuff like that. So I definitely want to take these ideas and, and and try to you know work with those groups to to have a model of like what their ideal would look like. Because I mean, yeah. they're obviously looking at cities that are already built. How do we integrate these things into them? Mm-hmm. I was like, well, but if we didn't have to worry about a city already being built. If we built a city, what would it look like? So. Yeah. yeah, I got a show. I gotta let you listen to. Okay, all right. And, <laughs> okay. and with that, let's take a pause for the cause. We'll be right back to finish up episode one forty six. What, what did you say the city was called? Hemfield. 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 We'll be right back. <laughs> Hey folks, this is Elijah 5000 and Monica Robinson, and we're your host of A Little Bit of Anime, your number one stopping spot for all the latest anime news and reviews. If you want to join in all the fun and anime goodness, then make sure to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and Podbean. And please join us every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Elijah underscore 5000. And remember, please brighten your day with a little little bit bit of anime. anime. I love what That sure was tough training. Thank you, Son Goku and Vegeta-sama. I think now I'm getting it. Let me try again. Yes, this is unbelievable. The overwhelming power, the speed. I'm so glad I enrolled in Saiyan Elite Training Course. Only nine easy payments of $39.99, and the power of a Saiyan God can be yours. Warning, potential side effects, dry mouth, sore mouth, loose mouth, no tooth mouth, broken ribs, broken back, broken arms, broken everything, and also a slight chance of permanent death. And we are back. Yes, Johnstone. 
<laughs> Don't answer yes. it. I already answered him in chat. I saw, but I need to voice it. Uh, you didn't need to voice it because you voiced it at the beginning Elijah of Bailey the fucking sleep show. Like a baby bitch ass motherfucker. <laughs> I didn't even add. I said baby back bitch. You're just. But I, I'm. You're my you're emotion, moting. I'm putting my emotions moting. in it. You need some some candy. Awesome. Some chilies. I have Oreos at the house. No, I'll get a chili dog. That. Okay. All right. So <laughs> let's go ahead and uh, hit these real quick anime and manga of the month. Hit it with the anime of the month. Which I still have yet to find. <laughs> I can't find a copy to watch. Uh, Tanya, Saga of Tanya the Evil. Yeah, I will I will send you a text after Yeah, the, the new one? one. Yeah, send me, send me that information okay. later. But anyways, Sanya Taga the Evil is our anime of the month. Uh, you follow along a... Japanese man that was killed but was brought back to life by God but since he didn't believe in God he was forced to live in a World War One, World War Two world as an 11 year old girl yes <laughs> he has his memory and everything from his previous life but he is now forced in this world where he's trying his hardest not to be in the center of conflict but because he's so Too smart late. he is forced and because of God he's forced Listen to go to out him. there and he's, he's front actually lines. front line all day long with his man but super efficient super efficient super, super efficient. efficient yeah so you follow along this story and the uh, reason why we made this anime of the month because it came back out uh, on February 9th yep. also some quick anime news I just yep. want to hit you with Elijah uh, what's today's date sorry today is the 17th, 17th, 17th yeah. February 19th in all uh, in selective theaters around the United States Gundam NT will be airing, mm-hmm. uh, doing a one night special. Uh, I know here there's a probably a few shows start showing at 7 p.m. and that is Tuesday. I'm definitely uh, going. Geeked up. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty geeked. I'm pretty geeked to to go. I thought you're gonna that. like. Uh, I already D- told you, DBS Broly. It. No, no. I, I, this is <laughs> you, Gundam. This uh, you can't disrespect. Okay, I can't, can't disrespect. I already told you, and I was like, hey, uh, just FYI, Tuesdays I'm going to the movie. She's like, wait, for who? Wait, who? And what, what you about to see? No, your business. Now, if you want to come. I'm seeing Gundam. She's like, are you serious? I was like, you're damn right. You're damn right. <laughs> but she knew. That's my wife. She knew. She understood. She was like, all right. What time? Like 7 p.m. All right. I will fine. not contact you during your your alone time, your <laughs> yes. personal time. With <laughs> that is your, that's your weird time. But anyway, <laughs> Elijah, what's our manga of the month? Manga of the month is Donburu Nankiro Moteru or... How many kilograms can you lift in dumbbells? Again, uh, Sakura Hibiki was walking down the street after school with her friend. Friend said, hey, you look like a fat bitch. And so she got pissed off, started working out on her own. The journey that we've all taken, she didn't last in running. She only lasted three days running before she gave it up. She only dieted two days before she gave it up. Everything that she tried did not work. So she goes to a gym, and lo and behold, one of the most beautiful girls in the school who's pretty much Miss Prissy, the head of the uh, the president of the student council, meets her or shows up at this gym and little but known to her that she is a muscle fetish girl. So she is joining the gym because she likes muscles, but Habiki is just joining to lose a couple pounds. Miss Squeezer. That's a beer right that there. That was not a beer. I was trying to snap. Okay. I'll let it slide. So it's an inspirational uh, yeah. style story for athleticism. It is. It is. Because uh, it's, it's funny because 
all the things that you think about working out uh, when you have a trainer and they tell you correct form it has like pages contribute to that saying that your squats uh, work over 200 muscles in the body you need to do this 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 it gives you those cues but it's also that struggle like oh all I have to do is sit down and stand up with no weight I can do that for a minute 30 seconds in she's like how long has it been he's like yeah 30 more seconds and she's dying she's sweating everybody knows how it feels again Don Baru Non Kiro Moteru if you click the links in the um show notes or if you're not on patreon and don't get to the show notes uh and the description of the show for apple podcast spotify podbeam it'll take you directly to where you can watch anime of the month where you can read manga of the month where you can find reese and where you can find all of our social media links for this show so that is anime and manga of the month nice very nice are you gonna read it no okay yeah i know you will you you have at least i'm common decency It's not about common decency. Yes, it it's is. just me being honest with no, you. No, the storyline sounded like something I, w- I could give behind. Yeah, see? There. I'm just saying, like, you said that about my hero. You're saying this about Hunter and different stuff, and then you're Hunter? like... Okay, you want to save Hunter. Yeah, we're going to talk about that in okay. the show. Are you, what, Hunter how, X Hunter, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. yeah we're going to talk about it. How show. far did you get into it? Did you Enough. finish it? <laughs> Enough to where which, I was like... Okay, which part? This is bullshit. Did you get to Gon's transformation? Yes. Okay, did you get past that to a... Uh, I, I got to the part where... And honestly, the way that King goes out... Okay. At first, I was I was, I was effed up on it. But I, I, I give respect to the old man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was playing chess. He didn't realize it. Yeah. He called him slipping. Called him slipping with the cooties. Yeah. <laughs> Gon? Yeah. That was bullshit. Okay, okay. It's all bullshit. His hey. character development's bullshit. The people who wrote his character in that last arc, bullshit. bullshit. The whole thing was trash. I do not stand by. It. I, 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 let me let me back up a little bit. You stand by the. It was first just Gone. That whole everything about Gone in the last okay. arc does not make no sense, and it's just poorly written. And where did it? Because I always get the manga confused. Like at the whole political part, he meets his dad, and then they go their separate ways at the <laughs> yeah, very he, end. He meets his. Uh, and I'm not even going dog on his dad and I think his dad probably got you know they they don't hit on the anime but I think his dad probably got some raw ass powers and shit like that yeah. but the the whole thing is just him just all of a sudden not being the character that he, he has was, been yeah in the beginning in the beginning in the middle arc and then all of a sudden getting so upset and flipping becoming evil holding a, holding a kid hostage all of a sudden that that's not gone yeah and this is the bad part about it. Like, there's a whole... That's bad written. Well, no, like, after that, there's a whole slew of shit. Like, I mean, like, pages are full of words. And I'm like, how the fuck? Like, it made me not want to finish it up. But you have to get to the political park and then the invasion and then the the sons of the king and who who's going to run the Hunter deal and the, the campaign for the 12 Zodiac. There's so much bullshit in between there. After you get past that and get back to Gone's story, it... <sighs> Yeah, dude. I think it the does issue better. With, I think the issue with Hunter X Hunter is they should not have made Gone a main character like they did. They should just try to keep it. And I know it's hard to do an anime, but the way they should have just kept it like more of a mutual story of yeah. the Hunters. The the four. Yeah. Like Yu Yu Hakusho. Exactly. Yeah. Because okay. Yusuke did a good job at even though Yusuke's a title, he was always with one of his boys. Yeah. Kuwabara, Kurama. Yeah, so you kinda got to And and like I said, the thing that I just didn't like about it was just the fact that he 
I know what you mean. It was weird. Like, it in was the manga, just, in the manga, weird, it gets it gets straightened out. Like, I was like, man, was was like you and Kike having like relationships we didn't know about? Like not even being like like pedophile or like no. call some gay shit. But I'm just like, what y'all's relationship was not described in a way where this makes any sense because you, you're upset that this dude died. But he got messed up. You guys are in a world where people are. How many people have you died? How many people have you killed, dude? Yeah. Like it, it just wasn't. Yeah. I, right. I. Yeah, that whole deal. Like in the <laughs> in the manga, they try to de- they describe the relationship a little bit more as he only has, which is weird. They say it's his aunt, but his grandmother on yeah. the island, then Killua, and then uh, uh, Kurapika, and then what's the name the doctor? Yeah, those are the four. He even has some kind of relationship with Hisoka that is driving him forward. But his ultimate goal is just to get an answer from his dad. Yeah. Then know. when he meets just... Kite, Kite is like his father replacement slash uncle. Uh, Kite has some other stuff going on yeah. because because they, they, they weren't they weren't kicking it long enough. No. For him to like lose his lose his shit. I understand he was struggling with the whole. It's my fault. It's your fault. It's, it's, it's this bitch's fault. Uh, I'm gonna hulk up and let my hair grow. Dude. <laughs> and I'm gonna kill myself. It was Man. just it was just. I think it was really, really bad writing as far as that character goes. Did, and you watched the 2012 remaster. Yeah, 2011. Well, I actually went 2011, back. 2011, yeah. And I had to you actually go back and watch it. Yeah, because the dub don't uh, finish. And I just good. couldn't watch it and so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, Reese, give everybody your information <laughs> where they can find you. And then we're going to send you, uh, I'll send you Don Burunak, Kiro, Motero. And then also, if you want to watch Hunter Hunter oh, and yeah. try to and get caught up with don't don't because it's, it's a good anime but it just ends really bad it ends really bad and remember Josh shout out to Josh dude, he told me that shit yeah because when he started watching he's like you gotta watch this anime it's raw as hell then when he finished he's like hey man FYI the ending is kind of got to feel in some type of way well, but uh yeah. it's yeah. one of these that the continuation is in the story in the books yeah and that's the bad unless thing unless you plan on reading which, don't watch it yeah, no, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend it man okay yeah, but where can they where can they find you? <laughs> Social media, if you uh, want to give that out. If not, then just Twitch and the Reddit again. Yeah, the the Twitch and Reddit. Uh, unfortunately, I don't do a whole lot of posting at all. That's okay. Like, I have not joined the hey, buddy, social media revelation, uh, revolution. revolution. Yeah, but... Uh, I think it's better that way. I might take a month or two off. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. I mean, it's it's always one of those deals where, like, I'm working on these side projects, and if, if people show interest, like, of course I'd start putting out more content and stuff like that. But, I mean, all of my all of my uh, accounts, whether it's Twitter or, or Instagram, they're all either RP Dot or Reese's Pieces uh, or Reese's Pieces for you, if, if Reese's Pieces are already taken. <laughs> for you. This is, this is just for just you. For you. It's just for you. And you're going to love it. Uh, and Buckety, where can they find you and Black and Studios? You can find me at the underscore Buckety on Instagram, but you can follow the studios at Black and Studios on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also on our website, blackandstudios.motherfucking. The motherfucker's not there, just blackandstudios.com. When you, when you see that face, call that his Hunter Hunter face. Yeah, this is mine. I don't watch God. 40 episodes of bullshit. <laughs> and you can find anything and everything you need to know about The Elijah Bailey Show on our official Facebook page, The Elijah Bailey Show, or 
or Snapchat, Twitter, or Instagram at Elijah Bailey Show. Without the W on the end, just chop it right off. You can also send your emails to Elijah Bailey Show at gmail.com or follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Podbean. I'm Elijah 5000. This I'm, was Reese Dodd. Oh, and sorry. I'm the underscore book. FY Hunter X Hunter is good. Just to end it, it's just golly awful. That's why I don't recommend it. <laughs> thank you, Reese, for coming on the show yet again. Right, thanks. Thanks, thanks to you guys for having me on. Oh, thank no you. problem. Thank you, thank you Buckety, for telling us about Hunter Hunter. <laughs> and uh, we'll catch your ass on the next podcast. What's up, everybody? Elijah 5000 here. Me and the Buckety appreciate it so much that you download this show each and every week. Again, we drop every Thursday. If you're new to the Elijah Bailey Show, go to Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or Spotify, or wherever you listen to this auditorial pleasure that you get weekly, and just subscribe, rate, and review. Thank you, and I'll catch your ass in the next podcast.